the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is proudly sponsored by Thatchface, taming beards and saving lives. Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. You are tuned in to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, hosted by Troy, Jay and Aaron. Hello listeners and welcome to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast with me, Troy, and as always, Jay and Aaron. How are we, chaps? Um, I no longer follow football, so I'm in a bit of a better mood. <laughs> Aaron, you getting all right? Uh, just bought Football Manager for the Switch because it came out yesterday and already regretting it because I'm going to throw the Switch at the window. For oh, fucking sake. <laughs> just, oh, just, just don't support football anymore, mate. It's helped me no. out like, in the uh, last like 20 minutes <laughs> into the last football match I watched and suffered through. Well, it. It sounds like you're both having a torrid time, respectively. So, should we roll on to talk about some Raw? I've, yeah! I've, actually got, a, I've got a tidbit um, just before we go into Raw. Two years ago, almost to the day, um, the McMahons and Triple H had a panicking open to Raw where they said, the fans are now the authority. We'll never get this bad again. Let's see how it's how it's aged two years later. Fucking that, hell, that's um, not that aged well. That was with a rating of two point eight two. Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, they had an extra million viewers onto what they drew this week me. when they said it will never get this bad again. Yep. Um, let's see how they got on. <laughs> if you're listening, Vince McMahon, here's your serving of words. Yeah. Um, well, I found it hilarious. <laughs> um, so it starts with the nightmare before TLC, which is quite an apt opening <laughs> to the show, isn't it? Because nightmare, yeah, yeah, like a fucking badass trip this episode. The raw. Um, Anyone notice for the intro for Dirt Sheet, they still use Howard Finkel for it. That was the intro. Yeah, he, it, was, it was basically the uh, original one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was him that, that originally done it, up. and they've just kept using it. Oh, that's cool. That's a nice yeah. touch. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Miz is sat in the ring. He's reading a story. Like It's like a bedtime story, isn't it? But it's it's like yeah. a Christmas story as well. Um, he's doing it all in poetry. I didn't take too much notes on this. No. Um, basically, AJ's in the ring dressed as himself. John Morrison's dressed as Drew. There's a bit where AJ... Um, in, goes to introduce Omos and um, Miz cuts him and says, "And says, oh yeah, it was like a an editorial decision or something like that." <laughs> this is the director's cut or something like that. Yeah. He didn't make it in. <laughs> yeah, um, AJ then beats up Drew. Um, There's some big bunny ears you're rocking there. <laughs> yeah, um, you'd think it was Easter, not Christmas, um, <laughs> with uh, weapons, and then very, very lightly. Uh, Morrison also, I forgot to point out, is dressed like uh, when Drew was in Braveheart, like he did about 15 years ago, which yeah. this humour was probably more fitting back then as well, to be fair. Um, <laughs> racism. It's not uh, racism, is it? He's got a dodgy <laughs> wig on and a kilt. It's not racism. Racism. You're all Scots. I was going to say we, we know not all Scots are like that because we've got Aaron to deal with every week <laughs> doesn't have half his face painted blue does he exactly <laughs> no, he just not even got a fucking fringe over half his face anymore <laughs> <laughs> gave it all off um, so yeah Miz tries to continue the story and AJ keeps like murdering Morrison with a sword which was I, I got a bit of a laugh out of that because every I time Miz starts like he stabs him again <laughs> Morrison um, was just overselling like Ziggler. It was hilarious. Yeah. And what, I think the Miz even cracks up as he's trying to read a line, trying to, st- <laughs> trying to stifle his laughter. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then AJ climbs the ladder and he's like talking about AJ winning TLC. And then he kind of like swerves at AJ a bit and goes, but if AJ doesn't win, I'll cash in. Um, yeah. And he says, even if AJ does, he'll still cash in and win. And AJ looks upset. They, are, they have a bit of an argument about it. 
and then Sheamus comes out. Um, he says he fights with his fists, not weapons. AJ said, AJ says if he isn't part of the solution, he's part of the problem. And Sheamus says he he prefers to be part of the problem. AJ then throws a Christmas tree at Sheamus, which had me pissing myself with laughter. Sheamus, got him. <laughs> yeah, and then he rolls up the ring, and Sheamus throws what's clearly an empty box at AJ, and AJ sells it like he's been shot in the head. <laughs> yeah, he's just throwing a house brick at him. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I picked up on van. <laughs> the commentary mentioned. They say, oh, Seamus and Drew will not face any disciplinary for attacking Pat Buck last week and putting him for a table. How do they not get anything for putting him for a table? Yeah, well, Nia Jax is suspended yeah. for weeks for putting because his hands, putting hands they on said, him. They said straight after Pat Buck didn't want to follow through with anything. Oh, I was, okay, I didn't hear that. Yeah, they yeah. said okay, it straight after. Ah, fair dues. Yeah. Random as fuck, like, to try, be fair. Try to cut them off like that, Troy. How dare you slay um, the wrestling business for not telling you things? <laughs> I need, to, I, I, I need did, to be spoon-fed this information. I, I did find it very odd, to be fair, myself, that yeah. like, you're like, oh, yeah, he's not going to face any no, ramifications. It, it, it was weird, but they did mention it like straight after that fair he wasn't enough. following through with anything. Fair um, after the break, we got AJ versus Sheamus, which was apparently meant to happen later in the night, I believe, and then they just brought it forward. Oh, okay. Um, so Sheamus has beaten AJ down in the corner to start. Uh, AJ rolls out Briefly takes control, but then, um, like, I think he, he kind of like hangs Seamus up on the rope, doesn't he? Mm. Um, More on that I, later. <laughs> it's like it's like foreshadowing. Imagine that. Um, <laughs> Seamus regains control easily, though. A, again, AJ pulls Seamus through the ropes and works over his knee, um, and then Seamus hits like a pair of suplexes. But AJ fights off the third. He goes to powerbomb AJ off the apron and almost like picks him up off. Like AJ, Seamus' six shoulders, yeah. puts him down. And then th- there was another little theme where, like, I think it's probably going to end up playing out at um, TLC where Seamus and Almas kept having, like, a lot of tension between the two of them and, like, staring yeah. it down a lot. Something's uh, happening there. Yeah. There, there, was a, there was a little bit as well where, like, Seamus was doing the 10 beats of the badger and he kept, like, kept looking over, like... over his shoulder at Almas. Yeah. yeah. Um, AJ works the knee quite a lot of this match. Seamus uh, sells the knee really and well. Seamus, I was about to say, Seamus sells it really well. Like, yeah, man. He, go, he goes to the Irish curse and his knee stops him from capitalizing. And then he, he hits a bit more offense. And then he does like that like knee thing that looks just like a bro kick. Yeah. And that like kind of stops him from like gaining any more momentum again for a bit because his, his knee's fucked. Mm. Um, AJ well, whilst, you're, whilst you're on the topic of knees, did you see? Earlier on in the match, Styles hit a very V trigger like knee. Like yeah. he done the he done the running motion and everything. It was very Kenny Omega like. Going to be done for copyright infringement. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> while we're, while we're on the subject of that, we might be seeing <laughs> the reunion of uh, the Good Brothers, Kenny Omega, and the wee nominal one. AJ yeah. Swoggle. <laughs> in, um, AJ Swoggle in Impact Wrestling. So maybe it's like a little. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink from AJ, from Uncle Al. Um, AJ Styles hits the phenomenon. Um, <laughs> AJ locks in the calf, crushes on Seamus, and it feels like he's got this on for ages. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Like it didn't? Did it? Am I right in assuming it came back from the break with that? And he was or, still in it, or he was wet, <laughs> or no, like him locking it in, or he was like working over the oh, knee and then I he see. locked it in yeah. as we come back from the break. That like a good old, right good old while, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, Seamus does a really cool spot where he reverses the styles clashing to a white noise. Um, yeah. What was cool about this as well was the fact that obviously like he was selling the knee. So instead of doing it, like getting him up and then dropping him, he did it like one fluid motion. Yeah. Which made it look a bit more like devastating, I thought. Slick. Um, he then goes up top for an avalanche white, white noise. AJ cuts the leg out and rolls him up to win. Uh, after the match, AJ and Almas, um, hang Seamus up by his ankle in the ropes and beat him down with a chair uh, this comes about basically by like AJ goes up to Seamus and says something and then Seamus grabs his wrist and AJ starts screaming so almost pulls him through the ropes and his leg gets caught up mm. um, AJ absolutely wailed on Seamus and you see as well he had like a blood capsule like he spat it all over the floor 
Oh, did he? He couldn't see it probably because the shadow of his head was like ah. cast over the blood patch. But you could see it like when when he did another shot of it and there was like light, it was lit better. You could actually see it. Oh, okay. On the chair as well. Um, uh, ah. she, Seamus fainting in with the chair shots to the knee specifically. Like one chair shot to the knee at the end made him faint. Wow, well, he's fucked, isn't he? He'd been he's selling it all match. been selling it all match. Fucked. Like, <laughs> um, Austin and Bret Hart from WrestleMania 13. Austin passed out in the sharpshooter. From the pains to his knee. It's not the same, and you know it. It's exactly the same. That's the same. How dare you? Are you okay? Passed out from pain. Listen, mate, uh, I nearly passed out from the fucking pain of this episode of Raw. But James might pass out from a bit of pain from the fucking knee. Come on, play the game. Where's your optimism, Jay? Where's your optimism? I'm reserving it for Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays from now on when I'm watching better wrestling shows than this shit. Um, if Raw was a girlfriend, I'd break up with it by now. That's all I've got to say. Um... Or if not by now, m- like minutes after this, it would have been a one nighter. Now, wouldn't have got past the first thing, mate. Um, <laughs> wouldn't have climbed out the toilet window on the date. Um, <laughs> getting an emergency phone call. Anyway, speaking of um, speaking of dates, did. <laughs> I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, her business walk backstage after this uh, there's a crew member who's wearing a riddle hat and eating bronuts and they just all upset at him so they pour milk over and Bobby ruins a perfectly good suit um, by covering it in milk because um, it splashes off the fella onto himself Sarah's just like laughing around staring shit in the background and um, Cedric staring calls it over shit off camera Stare shit, stare. Um, Cedric calls her over. Uh, she asks MVP about his match with Riddle, and MVP then gives her a lesson in journalism and says, "Ask about the hair business's match with Jeff Hardy in the New Day." Um, after this, we get our first Riddle sighting. Yay! Um, first Riddle sighting. <laughs> he pitches to the New Day and Jeff Hardy. Um, so first off, New Day and Jeff Hardy are like like getting ready and they're both like made up because they're all wearing blue and yellow. Yeah. Uh, which was, I thought that was a pretty cool touch. It's to cool. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I liked Jeff it. had like matching gear to the new day mm-hmm. um, and matching face and similar face paint. Uh, Riddle comes in, Wood says um, he's already spoken to G4 enough times. They're not going to okay a game show hosted by Riddle called Riddle Me This. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. Yeah, me too. And Riddle ruined it for everybody by saying, I know we all missed Big E, but I could be broy. I've just wrote no, no, uh, absolutely not. And then afterwards, <laughs> the, bin, um, the, the new they approve of that with pain in their eyes and their hearts. Oh. Um, Kofi calls the hurt business the butt hurt business, which made me giggle. <laughs> <clears throat> I prefer the, the blurt business, but it's fine. The blurt business <laughs> catch on better. It rolls off the tongue easier, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> Yeah, I get. I get the feeling we're probably going to end up at some point having like the f- a four-man version of this match we get next, which yeah. is uh, yeah. the New Day and Jeff Hardy versus the Hair Business. Also, did you see WWE on Fox just Twitter just blatantly dangling the fucking carrot? Um, on they they put a tweet out of uh, the Hardy Bros. Oh God! They they said we've got no more words for this. Why would you tease us with no more words? We all want you have to bring it back. We all want the Do entrance it. music back. Do it. Bastards. He's, even it said, come, he's saving it for when we get crowds back, so he gets a big pop for it. It's like, oh, don't be a gobshite, Jeff. <laughs> could be could, years. Could, could be worse. He could be coming back with, like, Willow, and we know how well that went over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. I think Willow might save the show at this point. That's how bad it is. Um, Z- Ziggler could save this, do you reckon? No, that's the push. <laughs> wow! Wow! Don't, don't be, don't be fucking ludicrous, Troy. Come on. <laughs> um, after this, anyway, we get a uh, new day in Jeff Hardy versus the Hair Business. As I said, uh, Jeff dances like a dad with the new day at the start, which made me laugh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, Woods does the uh, Jeff Hardy uh, on yeah. the rampway. <laughs> 
Wood was left out. He's like a... marking out for each other, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Like Woods Whenever... is especially bad for it. Whenever the new they do anything with like any hardy, Woods like proper like starts fangirling, doesn't he? Just gets dead excited. <laughs> He's like a fan. It's brilliant. There's um, that video floating about from him from like WrestleMania from the other year when Batista's music hits. Yeah. And he's screaming it backstage. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, when uh, the Hardys returned at Mania as well, he brought this up on commentary as well mm. about how the New Day were the team that introduced them. Yeah. And you can see Woods and uh, Biggie in the background doing the Jeff Hardy thing. I was like, that was cool. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, straight off the bat, Lashley goes for the hurt lock on Woods. Uh, Woods manages to fight out. New Day try to double team Lashley, but he fights them off. Cedric tags himself in and Bobby looks really pissed off about this. Um, there's lots of back and forth. Shelton blocks a, tr- a twist of fate from Jeff. Jeff clears the hair business from the apron and then Cedric tries to blindside Jeff, but Co- uh, Kofi sorry, makes the save, not Cody. He's on a different show. Um, <laughs> Kofi's teeing up for the trouble in paradise. Lashley, like, while the ref's got his back turned, grabs Kofi and just flings him over the top rope and onto the floor. Um, the hair the hair business for what, sem- what seemed like an absolute fucking eternity beat the living shit out of Kofi. Yeah, it went, it, on it went on a little bit too long. five so. minutes longer than it should have done. It felt like fucking yeah. ages. Yeah. <laughs> did anyone yeah. notice, sorry, just before you go on, did anyone notice the, uh, like the video screen above the ring? So the video, there's a screen right above the mm. ring, like almost a yeah. circular screen, and it's got the, the graphic traffic. of the match. Yeah. That's a new thing since they've moved to the, the Tropicana. Tropicana. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I, no, I noticed that with um they had it with AJ and Seamus as well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looks good. Um yeah, so um Jeff eventually tags in, he hits a flurry of offense on Shelton. Cedric Blind tags in and then he ends up beating down Jeff. Kofi dives onto Shelton and then Woods goes to dive onto Lashley, but Lashley catches him, rams him into the barricade. Gets distracted by Riddle on the outside and Jeff dropkicks uh, Lashley. Jeff goes for a twist of fate onto Cedric. Lashley blind tags in. Jeff fights out of the hurt lock. Goes up for Whisper in the Wind. Cedric pulls Jeff's uh, feet out from under him. And like Jeff kind of like, gets hung up on the top rope and Lashley catches him into the hurt lock and uh. Jeff passes out. Um, hurt business win after the match. Cedric's celebrating like crazy again and the hurt business is just looking at him like, what the fuck? Um, it was just blurt. Yeah. <laughs> and then MVP, it was a cool bit where MVP kind of like pulls him into line yeah. with them. And then he raises Cedric's hand. And like, even then, like, Lashley and Shelton are like, he needs to fucking fall in line. <laughs> 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 I'm interested to see where they're going with this. We mentioned it a couple of times where you think he's going to yeah. be kind of the breakout guy from it. Um, the- I feel like they're being a bit too on the nose about it, though. Like, when is WWE not on the nose? Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I thought I think if if that's the route that they're going, they're going to have him kind of break out from it. Do it. I know they. Yeah, it's it's probably going to happen, but I just. Yeah. I think it's just too in your face at the moment. Like it's too obvious. Just yeah. A bit more subtlety around it. Let it just slow build a little bit, like a slow burner. Um, there was um. Stop, an interesting... stop spoon feeding us it. Just let us stab it with a fork. <laughs> let me go at my own pace with it. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes with stuff like that, um, it's it's better if they kind of just like let it organically yes. happen. Like if they just tease it bit by bit and drip feed it, mm-hmm. I think it's more effective when it does happen than when they're like, look, look, Cedric's being weird. <laughs> um, which is exactly was, what it feels like at the moment yeah and yeah. there was even a bit on commentary where like Byron brought up like the Bobby Lashley was getting more and more pissed off and uh, he, he, I think at one point he says like he started like saying that the uh, hair business were like beating up Kofi like almost like animalistically because mm. they were like that ferocious with like their attacks and it was like well and he said that's all down to the fact that Bobby's like annoyed about, about this it's like well you don't need to like doesn't need to be so prescribed. Like, yeah, you don't need to paint that picture like, for like, us. Let can us it. get that exactly. We yeah. can see it. They're doing a good enough job in the ring of showing that. And um, yeah, and even like little nuances, like Bobby just like looking at Cedric whenever he yeah. tagged Cedric in. Yeah, with like disdain, it was like okay, well, so he's obviously pissed There's off. At something Cedric. there exactly. Yeah. Um. One more thing on this is 
So we're getting New Day versus Hurt Business at TLC. I feel like we've seen this match two or three times already in the build-up. My yeah, question is, is I'm not, I'm not against having them have another match because their matches have been really good. What I am against is if you're going to do this now for the third or fourth time at a pay-per-view, then give it a stipulation. Make it a table match. Make it a ladder. Like, give it something. Maybe, maybe the ladder on the night. Maybe. I hope so. Because I feel um, like, I don't feel like it's run its course, but I feel like they did the same with um, the New Day and the Usos when they had multiple matches and then they put them in Hell in a Cell. And that was a decent culmination of it. If we've seen these guys for two, three weeks in a row go against each other, at least give it a stipulation to make us want to care about watching it again. Yeah, especially when you think you've got Kofi and Shelton there who have like, had like some mental spots and money in the bank just throwing a ladder match. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not hard to just go, even if they do it on the night and go, okay, well, MVP's like been talking to Postman Pierce and he's Post decided to make it a ladder match. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I it, hope that happens. I really do. Yeah. Because at the moment we've got two TLC matches. Two TLC matches. Is, um, is there a step on the women's tag title match? No. no. That not a TLC match, no. No. Literally just the two TLC matches. They've got to chuck like a table match in there at least. Well, what, well, they, I, usually, I thought... what they usually do is have like one TLC match, one ladder, one, one table, chairs, one chair. One stairs, yeah. Yeah. Not stairs. They That's did what... that one year, didn't they? They did, they did that tables, once. ladders, yeah. chairs and stairs. <laughs> Fuck yeah. it now. I'm going to have a stairs match. You're going to have a fucking yeah. what? <laughs> well, wasn't that... Um, wasn't that uh, big show in someone? Eric Rowan was it not? Eric Rowan yeah. and somebody. Was it not? Was it not the month uh, after Dolph won the thing because of Sting? It's about oh, Survivor Series. Might yeah. have been. Yeah, it was Eric Rowan and someone. It was Eric Rowan and Big Show. Yeah, there you go. But where you them with like different members of that of the teams is what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Long yeah. and the short of it is, put a stipulation on this tag match. Well, on on all of them, like the women's tag well, match, yeah, they've yeah. basically tailor made that at this point to be a fucking tables match. If it isn't, then what the fuck was the point of the last two months? Well, we'll get to that in a minute, mate. <laughs> uh, well, we're on the subject. More on that Lana very shortly. Next, um, <laughs> so just before the match, Lana um, Lana tells Asuka that she's got to face Nia alone, and Asuka gives her, like a a pep talk and set, tells her how brave she's and all this bollocks. Um, <laughs> As Rob Schneider would say in every Adam Sandler film, you can, you can do, do it! it! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Compa- comparing Raw to Adam Sandler films seems quite appropriate, <laughs> to be fair. Because um, <laughs> I hate both of them. Um, <laughs> so, match starts. Um, Naya's throwing Lana around and toying with her. Lana hits a head scissors. Naya goes up top to meet her. To, oh, sorry. Lana head scissors and Naya goes up top. Naya meets her up there. Goes for a top rub Samoan drop. Um, Lana rolls out. Kicks on Naya's legs and rolls her up. Pretty much the same finish as AJ um, and Sheamus. Nonsense. There was a line in this match. So Byron goes, Lana is relentless. She doesn't stop. Samoa Joe replies, you know what else is relentless? Mosquitoes. <laughs> you compare Lana to a mosquito, Joe. Um, better than that. Come on. Come on, Joe. Um, after the match finishes, it shows Asuka celebrating in Gorilla and then Shane attacks her. Um, the heels basically double team Lana, beatling shit out of her. This was um, uncomfortable. Yeah, it got a bit. It went a bit long. I thought, like to the point where it was uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, Lana gets her arm stamped on and she's like crying, holding onto her arm. And then Shayna like stamps on her leg and then takes her shoe off and um, bends her leg in a weird angle. And Nia leg drops her leg and you can hear Lana like begging for mercy, basically like literally yeah. saying, "I'm begging you, please stop." And crying her eyes out. Um, it was uncomfortable, one, because she was crying her eyes out. And two, when they were working on the leg, like Lana at no point went to grab her leg. She just constantly was lying, facing away, yeah, she didn't, crying, like, tr- battering the flare. She didn't really try and fight out of it, which was weird as yeah. well. Um, if you don't want it, love, just, pull your leg she away. She just allowed it to happen like she was at the mercy. Leaving it out there for fucking... 
the way that could have been solved to like where she couldn't fight back was all all Shane had to do was have a fucking leg over like the back, her back, pin yeah. it down so she couldn't yeah. do it. It's not, it's not like a hard thing to visually kind of like portray mm. that. Mm. Just like, do a little go. wiggle, Anna. It's, you usually do it on your way into the ring, so like, yeah. no deadline doing. <laughs> Come on, I've Shane, Shane on, pinning her down so she can't do fuck all about it. That's all they need to do. Um. Yeah, Asker eventually does run them off, uh, but it's too late. And then she sits in the ring, kind of comforts and Lana. Again, it, this went on really long, like to the point where it got uncomfortable and be awkward. Mm. Um, and I, I, literally, it was like Asker was like a mother, like comforting a child, like who's just like scraped the knee. <laughs> that's what it felt like. Have, have you got a boo boo? Yeah, that's what it felt like. <laughs> um, yeah, Lana's just crying in the ring, holding her leg and arm. <laughs> and. Later in the night, we we find out that she's been written out of the tag match. So we've had three months of build for this fucking match. Fuck. The person that was meant to be getting the push from this match, they've written out of this match. Calling it. Fuck me. La- come Lana's on. Co- Lana's going to come back as the tag team partner for Asuka. They're going to win because she's the or, biggest baby face in the fucking or, Raw roster. Or... I've got she's, another theory. She's going to be written out, but she's going to come in and she's going to cost Nia and Shayna. They said she'll. She's going they to said on, they said on WWE.com that she'll be out for three to four weeks. Uh, Lana's going to be there on Sunday. I've got. I've got a theory. It's one of two people, and they're both like one's more likely than the other. One of them being Charlotte. Oh because it would make sense. But the other, just because of how much they were banging on about Shayna's MMA background, and because we know she's been training for a comeback, Ronda. Uh, this would tailor make it for Ronda to come back. Yeah. Because she's already got a history with Nia and Shayna. Yeah. And That's a good point. They banged on about how there's no one like Shayna, who's like an MMA, got mm. an MMA background. They, to the point where they were overdoing it this yeah. week, yeah. talking about it. It wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if Ronda Rousey made a surprise return this weekend. I don't think, and I'm not saying I think she will. I don't think she will. If anything, if it happened, it wouldn't surprise you. But at this point, the way they were kind of hamming it up, I wouldn't be surprised. I think it's more likely going to be Charlotte. Yeah. Either, either or, they need to do something. Yeah. Because and neither of them are the person I'd pick. I would have sooner gone for Rhea. Yeah, oh, perfect, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. perfect way to introduce Rhea onto the main roster. She's already yeah. like got a good, wi- uh, got a brilliant win rest, uh, win loss record against Shayna. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a good, good shout. It adds a load like of compelling matches to the women's division, yeah. and also gives us Rhea and Asuka at some point, which would be fun. Fucking yeah, man. Um, however, Aaron's theory could come true because after this, Elias is talking about how he's been um, electrocuted and. He, He's going to heal people with his music now. Um, oh, shit in hell. Then, um, Speaking of no, people not giving a damn about their own bad reputation. <laughs> <laughs> that's sensational. That's, that's good, though. That's the segue um, of the year. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's in his ring. He's in the ring with his new groupie, Jackson Riker. Um, on X. Kid. <laughs> uh, Riker says he's been reborn by Elias's music. Um, and he's is he listening to the theme. same music we are? Well, clearly, fucking not me. <laughs> Maybe he heard it at a Trump rally. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, he says he's been re- reborn by Elias's music, and he's fed up of hearing of having people um, disrespect and interrupt his music, and then straight after, our truth interrupts it. <laughs> so, does this mean Riker's a groupie now? Yeah. Yeah. Is that know. is that what this is? Either that or he's a roadie, but he didn't look like he'd set anything up. He looked like he was just stood there to make sure. Could be like security. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I mean, Wait. did you notice that Elias put strong emphasis on him being the extraordinary Elias? I'm hoping that's yeah. not a new gimmick thing going forward. You know it is. Uh, you know it is me Jesus um, and did you notice as well they um, they made a big um, point of when he was saying walk with Elias of like emphasising that yeah. um, 
Riker was like shouting it as well. Shouting it, yeah. Um, It'd be like some preachy, preachy guy. Also, I didn't realise that Riker was not that much taller than Elias, which made didn't make much sense. Yeah. As to like why he's Elias is like kind of heavy when he's like the same size taller than him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, because he's jacked, son. In, in fairness, he's <laughs> fucking ripped, but he's an absolute ball bag. Yeah, he's a massive bellend. Um, Super blurt. <laughs> but yeah, so um, R-Truth interrupts and apologises for interrupting. And Elias points out that he's just interrupted them then. <laughs> he's like, what have you got to say for yourself? And R-Truth doesn't say anything. And he's <laughs> At like, risk why? of interrupting again. Yeah, he's like, why aren't you saying? He's like, oh, I just didn't want to interrupt you again. <laughs> That had me. That had me pissing myself. To be fair, our troops um, saved this segment. Yeah. Then the, can we um, also say like he was going to dedicate the performance to Lana as well? Oh, he was, wasn't I, he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he did say that. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry, right, mate. Uh, yeah. So right. Elias is talking about his music. I've been restorative properties, so he dedicates it to Lana. So if <laughs> Lana comes back now, at fucking TLC. That's why. Through the um, power of Elias's music. The power of music. Extraordinary Elias. Fucking get she, in the bin with that. She, she comes out with a fucking Elias shirt on. <laughs> and then she marries him. He can be a, a third husband. Um, <laughs> WWE living. has rebranded to World Wrestling Extraordinary Entertainment. <laughs> WWE. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, where was I anyway? So yeah, Truth Jobbers. Um, yeah. <laughs> Truth refuses to speak so he doesn't interrupt. Elias starts playing the song again, the job has come down, and essentially Riker just murders them all. Um Truth then escapes. Okay. Um, Pretty much. That's, that's that. And then Elias strums his guitar like he's gonna play a song, and then he just laughs and it just fades to black. <laughs> which is weird. Um <laughs> After this, Keith Lee flips a coin. Fuck me. Why? <laughs> why, are you do- why are you doing this to our boy? So, if, if we're just skimming over this then, I assume we are, yeah? So Keith, yeah. Lee, fl- Keith Lee basically flips a coin and goes, oh, basically, you both won because you were dirty bastards doing a coin toss. But it's fine because it's the only thing you're going to win. And then... Phillips goes, this next match brought to you by Axe. Smell ready. So, either the match is already scheduled so they can put a sponsor on it, or... Is this the stink you were talking about before? (laughs) (laughs) Because if it is... No, no. Put them in the waiting room, please. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That was just... (laughs) The fact that he's trying to dig himself out of this makes me think that maybe it was. No, it wasn't. I've got a lot more to talk about, but... Oh, good. (laughs) Lucky me. Um, no, the last hour of the show was peak me entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is you're part of the problem. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, just so I can make sure of that. Uh, yeah, there's one point as well with that coin thing where Keith Lee goes, don't ask me where I got the coin from. Okay. All right. Why? Why? <laughs> Why, Why are you making such a big deal about the fucking coin? Fuck me. This feels um, like one of those things that they shoehorned in five minutes before the start of the show. Maybe even I'm, maybe even five minutes before that segment actually happened. The, Keith, the here's funny, a coin, just go out there and do something with it. There was a news report on that, actually. Keith Lee had different plans originally. Well, what, the funny part interest, about though. it is that um, apparently a lot of this show was kind of locked in already, like going forward, like from the week start of the weekend. And Vince Christ. rewrote... He only rewrote dialogue, which makes you think, well, that's backstage promos, isn't it? Yeah, which would um, explain why this was the drizzling shit. So maybe, but it it shows like they just need they just need to fucking hit the reset or something because the writing Hard shit reset. Yeah, just I've I, I don't even know how they can fix it at this point. Like that's the thing. Like mm. that was going to be they, my question later on is. Yeah, where I don't do they know. go? Like, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that at the end. Because um, yeah. right now we've got to talk about the match of the year candidate that's Keith Lee versus Miz and Morrison. Not. 
Oh, um, Lord. Nay. Nay. So, this was so bad that the commentators didn't even know what the fucking rules of the match were. Yeah, said, exactly. They said, are, are they going to... They went, oh, um, well, it, Keith will be in the ring with one of these guys at a time. And then they, they went, and he went, oh, the referees, the referees decided against leading. that. The ref starts the match with all three men in the ring at the same time. Even though usually when there's tag teams in a match, they have to wait till one of each is in the ring to ring yeah. the bell. So... Um, the match was very, very basic. It was uh, essentially Miz and Morrison double team and Keith Keith fighting them off. It was um, a little bit botchy. It was botchy well, as fuck, mate. It was a little bit botchy. We'll talk about that now, <laughs> shall we? So there was a bit where Keith go goes to a hit a hit a pounce and Johnny slip slip fucking botches the timing on it and nearly falls well, out the ring. Keith's about to go for the pounce. It's fucking nonsense, wasn't it? There's so also jump- Keith. Keith Lee does a spinning heel kick as well. That didn't look bad though. That just looked like I that was alright. Like, uh, that didn't look like, like it was botched. That looked like they were just like rushing through it. Yeah. To be fair, like Mor- Morrison was doing the whole dodging, and then Keith just hit it. And then Do you know the thing is, this could have been really, really good. Like yeah. there could have been, and there should have been a lot of chemistry in there. Like I'll... someone like. Morrison that can bounce around like a lunatic and is a, is as athletic as he is could have had a really fun match with Keith Lee and instead it just felt really really messy and like you say there was the the fucking the botched pounce where he went to hit him and he wasn't up so he stopped halted went back onto the ropes and then hit him Morrison, and Morrison already, jumped out like Morrison two jumped before. out before Keith had even made contact. Who was clearly meant to hit the Miz, and the Miz was nowhere near, so the Miz just yeah. fell over anyway. <laughs> fuck! It's disappointing because yeah. all three of them are much, much better than this. Not, and this yeah. was a, a farce. Not to not to like single him out because I don't think it was entirely his fault, but I feel like John Morrison had like a pretty bad night as far as botches go. There was something later on as well yeah. where it was like. Fucking hell, John. Just <laughs> you don't have to try and parkour everything. Yeah. <laughs> Not everything has to be a fucking because that 900 degree spin. <laughs> yeah, because I'm doing like in doing crazy shit was like where a lot of it kind of come from, other than the pounds, where it was just in fucking being out like overzealous and jumping over the top rope. But there was other stuff where like it just looked shit. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, they they hit like a couple of double team moves on Keith again, Keith fights off. Eventually, Keith goes for a spirit bomb. He uses Morrison to hit Miz over. Morrison like flips out with the spirit bomb. Um, they hit like kind of a flurry where Miz is again. This was a bit. This felt like it was a bit forced and a bit, a bit convoluted. Um, yeah, where Miz hits a big boot and then Morrison hits like the sort of like rebound, like the be- uh, beautiful disaster kick. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he but did it twice, didn't he? He did, yeah, he did it twice. So yeah. both times was Keith kind of slowly turning around like he was fucking King Kong, getting like <laughs> shot at by fucking planes, turning circle um, of an Airbus. Yeah, <laughs> it was. He was like moving around like he was a fucking kaiju or something. Um, and Miz and Morrison with the planes, but Morrison because he was getting up to do the move and he has to time it so right. It meant mm. it like slowed down the whole spot. It was a bit. Yeah. A little bit stupid for me. Um, and then Morrison goes for like a springboard crossbody, Miss chop blocks Keith at the same time. They both pin him to win, which made me think, well, why didn't you just do that from the beginning? Like yeah. every pinball he went for. Both of um, on, yeah. And it, it, it again, it felt really abrupt. It just wasn't a very good match. Um, yeah. It felt kind of like they were trying to bury Keith Lee. It did a little bit. It felt... It, like those moments where he looked, he was made to look really good, and then there was, it was just just kind of like cancelled out by like him getting like sort of outsmarted by them by a nothing move. It was like, mm. and even even at the end, where like Miz and Morrison were like celebrating on the ramp, and Keith just looked sad in the ring. It was like, well, yeah, yeah. If you if you want him to be this fucking monster, have him chase them. At least stood then, in the ring feeling sorry for himself. Yeah. At least then, if you've if you've had them pull a fast one on them, at least have them fucking chase them off, and then them shitting themselves. Yeah. And even even like later in the night when they shown back up again, they could have had had Keith fucking come and 
because Seamus was written out because of his knee. Keith wasn't. Yeah, exactly. It's not stopping Keith from coming and even in the odds for Drew, but uh, there we go. Silly booking. Um, you know, tell to go back to Performance Centre. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, Keith, <clears throat> Keith had a class at the Performance Centre to get to. <laughs> <laughs> Nonsense. Um, after this, we get Bray coming to the ring. He's taking his puppets on a field trip. Um, Aaron. And on. And a new Christmas jumper, which sold out in a few hours. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty. You cool. can't you can't get one now though. I know. I've got I've got his one from last year. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, that, that one. Wow. The That's Santa with the chainsaw. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So he apologizes to Orton for the fiend interfering. Um. And then he says, there's no fun and games at TLC, just sadness and pain. I don't know oh, what for the difference... <laughs> I, I was going to say, I don't know what the difference between Raw was then. Because this just made me sad. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, tells, he tells some bad jokes about Randy being a viper and all that bollocks. Um, um, should have written them down, Aaron. Oh, he had some hysterical jokes. I have some jokes for the viper, and believe me, they are going to be his. That, that popped the Did boys. Did you notice the puppets <laughs> laughing? Um, but after like the first time they laughed, they turned the audio of Mercy up so much yeah. that the others yeah. would get drowned out, so it just sounded weird. Yeah, but shit. Did not sound yeah. good. What's the best way to measure a viper? Inches, because they don't have any feet. <laughs> Fuck. That one made me chuckle. The rest of them were shit. There was one left after, which was shy, which is what do snakes use to clean their car windows? Windshield vipers. That just is shite. Rubbish. Yeah. Come um, on, bro, you're Orton, better than this. Orton saves us and cuts a pretty good promo, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm talking about like looking the devil in the face and the fiend forcing that issue. He then challenges Bray to a game of hide and seek, and Bray's like, Bray says, let the games begin and sets off to find Randy Orton. We we, um, we we call it hunt the cunt in Scotland when you want to like go back. <laughs> oh god! Where you ha- it's hide and seek, but you have to batter them till they say they're a cunt, <laughs> and then they join you, and then the rest you batter the rest. <laughs> Christ. Um, what do they call that in Liverpool? Like shirk the blurt or something? <laughs> um, no, I've heard of that game before. Though it's, um, I'm sure it's something to do with World War Two. Oh, grand! Because it was called German something, and you had to like, you had to make people admit they were a German spy or something like that. <laughs> like beating shit out of them. <laughs> I can't, like, I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It hadn't aged well by the time Aaron was a child. Um, so anyway, um, speaking of cunts, we get retribution next. Um, These segues are on fire today. Um, if you want to, if you want to hunt them, there's five of them just stood there. Um, it, show, it shows a promo um, which uh, Mace did, which was actually okay for a bit. Um, where he talks about guys like Ricochet kind of like standing on him to get standing on him to get like ahead of him mm-hmm. and then he just hisses into the camera and ruined it for everyone um, goes <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a snakey snake so snakey <laughs> snake so the match starts um, it wasn't very long this at all no, Ricochet tries to kick Mace um, Mace grabs his leg throws him around and hits a spin kick um, Ali tries to big up Mace by going, this isn't a man, this is a monster. He could rip someone's head off off their shoulders at my command. That's probably why Vince is sending them to the PC twice a week, mate. Dangerous <laughs> plays. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he didn't look that bad in the ring. No, I, it, right. I, th- I thought it was an alright match I was impressed. what like, it was. There was, yeah. one, there was one thing he did where I was like, oh, that was a bit, looked like it was a little, not even dangerous, just like it could have hurt Ricochet. Mm. Where you like, you kind of like choke slam Ricochet into the corner. 
Oh, but, yeah. yeah, it was more that he was just too far away from the corner mm. than anything else. So Ricochet tried to cover it up. Did um, anyone hear the uh, reference that Ali made about Mace? That used to be Mace's chair where you're sat, Joe. I, I was literally just about to get to that. Wow, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so Samoa Joe asks a question about Mace. And Ali goes, oh, it's, it's fitting that you'd be the one asking the question. You're sitting in his chair. Ooh. And I then didn't Joe, even pick up in that. And then, yeah, oh, fuck's sake, Aaron, you can pick up on all the riddle line. You can pick up on riddle talking stuff. about fucking bro nuts. Oh, <laughs> just wait till we get to the dog. <laughs> fuck's sake. <laughs> no. No, mate. No. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Uh, and then he, say, he says, um, Joe says something like, oh, well, yeah, he had a really bad time of uh, being, on the, being in that position. Yeah. And kind of alludes to the fact that Brock murdered them. Fucking um, murdered him, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> um, so after this, uh, Ricochet hits a missile drop kick. He goes for the 630. Uh, Slapjack and Teabag both get on the apron and get kicked off by Ricochet. Um, Mace hits a choke bomb for a two. And uh, then Ali stands up and says, Mace, do this. And then Mace hits. Um, he didn't give it a name, but it was basically the ticking time bomb that uh, Hiromu Takahashi does in New Japan. Yeah, oh, okay. Do you know, Aaron? No, they didn't have a name for it. No, nah, they didn't give it anything. No, they no, I mean, do you know which version of the ticking time bomb it is? Because you've got the ticking time bomb one and ticking time bomb two, wasn't it? Um, it was the... was the, the head was under the arm, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was the first one. First okay. one. Yeah, but uh, he, he did really good. It looked really good, anyway. Yeah. Um and then after the match, Retribution shouts at Ricochet, um, basically telling him to join. It sounds like we're going to get T-Bar versus Ricochet in the next couple of weeks, maybe, which should be quite a fun match because Donovan Dijakovic, or Dominic Dijakovic, sorry, is not a bad wrestler. He's good. When he's allowed to actually wrestle and not wear a fucking Bane mask. Yeah. You watched um, the matches him and Keith Lee had in NXT before they both came up. That series of matches I had. They were Some of the stuff awesome. they did on the fucking indies as well before that. Like, yeah. Which is like them with the fucking volume saying, right, it's up. It's mental. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some some of the work he's done in general, like even working with like littler guys, he's, he's mm-hmm. pretty good at it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's the whole thing with Retribution though. Like they're all really talented wrestlers. Mm. They've just been lumbered with a They've just piss got poor gimmick. A dreadful gimmick. Yeah. yeah. Um, after this, Bray talks to Riddle. No. no. <laughs> the, only, the only thing that was amusing about this is when Riddle goes, bro, and he's like, oh, no, actually, it's Bray. Yeah, that made me laugh. That's the only, only redeeming feature. that just went downhill. Yeah. He started talking to him about pronouns. Um, you, he tried to you... get Ramblin' Rabbit to, shine, to sign a carrot. Let's move on. It's um, crap. So, you remind me of Baby Yoda. I think I'm going to call you Baby Bro, Get in the fucking bin, Riddle. That's, that's not let's move on, mate. Come on, play the game. Um, after this, we get Shayna Baszler versus Dana Brooke. Um, Dana, go, Dana goes right after Shayna. Shayna hits a really nice tilt-a-well backbreaker, tries to break Dana's arm, misses. Dana fights off Shayna. Naya pushes Dana off the top rope for a DQ. Shite. Um, proper, the heel- proper shite. Heels beat down Dana. Mandy comes out with a kendo stick, hits Shayna once, and then gets battered. And then Asuka comes down to make the save, and they all beat up the heels. Um, did you did you notice Shayna after she got that knee off Mandy? Yeah. On the outside. What happened? She was checking her mouth like she like had a tooth knocked out. Oh really? Oh. Like she took a gum shield out and was like. Oh, I saw. Uh, I saw after she was on the floor. She had a gum shield out. Yeah. Um, all I'll say is, if Mandy's knocked one of Shayna's teeth out, I feel sorry for Mandy. Fucking hell, she's got <laughs> a, a killer. hefty receipt coming. Oh, man, I can't wait for Shayna to near fucking soul out of her body. <laughs> um, after this, we get R-Truth talking to Huskus the, big, the pig boy, telling him he's oh. got a PS6. <laughs> oh. This was amusing. Yes. This was amusing. <laughs> Who, who wants to say oh, it? I thought, you had, I thought you were, Aaron. You, oh, I, I'm yeah, you, say, you okay. were the one saying I've got notes on all this, so uh, I didn't write it. in. Yeah. But, uh, so our truth goes, 
it just basically the camera goes backstage to r truth and he's midway through talking and he goes but i was able to get a ps6 ps5 sold out everywhere know what i'm saying my nephew he wanted that he did three five <laughs> three five minutes detention for excessive lottery now i'm not one to award bad behavior but i want to make him happy what do you think you look like you've spent some time in the pen Pig pen jokes. Pig pen. Puns <laughs> <laughs> for days. Bants. <laughs> and then Bray comes along and he's like, oh. isn't this your son? <laughs> yeah. Uh, why it goes, Huskis, uh, there you are. What have I told you about talking to strangers, Arthur? He's right. Listen to your dad. He is your son, right? Hide it, Why he quickly storms off. <laughs> <laughs> Just before yeah. you move on to the next backstage segment, there's an advert for, um, what's it called? Raw Talk, which features MVP and Lashley and Jackson Riker. I bet that episode was a fucking riot. <laughs> Jesus. I, I'd I... love to see Bobby Lashley just beat the living shit out of Jackson Riker. <laughs> I mean, that was big tasty if it happened in TNA when they were both there. <laughs> just because Jackson Riker's an actual blurt <laughs> known blurt known blurt Jackson Riker <laughs> fuck me um, yeah after this while we're on the oh no wait then no, there's something else that happened before that um, so after this um, we get back from the break Bray's searching for Randy he finds a rocking chair in like a dark room and he sits in it Um Randy then in the background kind of like pulls the curtain back and shows up. Um, uh, fun fact, vipers are nocturnal, by the way, because he comes from the dark. Just saying. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Fuck it. All right, Richard Attenborough. <laughs> David Attenborough, sorry. <laughs> oh, Troy, he, he, that's not even like the fucking worst thing he's done like that. He, he was searching piranhas' feeding habits on an AW one. <laughs> I can't even remember why. The fuck are you, Steve Irwin? <laughs> I don't know why, but it, it literally I remember like why. 15 minutes of him searching. Jeez. And he brought it up later on. It was brilliant. Um, are we going to now start to get no, fucking animal facts shoehorned into every episode? It was, it was, it was, it was piranhas eating piranhas. Does it happen? I can't remember why. There was some <laughs> weird reference to it. I don't know, mate. It I can't bizarre. remember. It was a while ago. <laughs> Go back to the episode and find it. You'll hear all about it. I can't even remember what episode it was. Um, so I couldn't even remember what it was in reference to. Anyway, he finds a rocking chair, um, sits in it. Randy comes out the darkness, attacks him. He throws him into a box and sets it on fire. And then the fiend bursts out and attacks Randy. Um, I thought it was, so, it was I like probably I like the this. best part of the show for me. Yeah. Lesson learned. If you want the fiend, try Kilbury Wyatt. <laughs> yeah. That seems to be it. So that seems to like, be it. He's like Bray's version of the Incredible Hulk now. Yeah, yeah. that's how it goes. Yeah. And Bray's Bruce Banner. Okay. <laughs> um, after this, we get Riddle again. Yay. Um, this time, thankfully, he doesn't speak. Um, he has a match with MVP instead. MVP very, gets very... a jobber's entrance. I know. A jobber's entrance for MVP. Fucking hell. Um... The back and forth, it's there's lots of back and forth in this match. It's very short. MVP mm. misses like the drive by kick in the corner. Riddle hits the final flash, goes up top, float and bro wins. Lashley chases him off after the match. Um, this, this match Riddle, was about a minute, wasn't it? Um, yeah, it Riddle was 49 some, seconds. Yeah, Fuck. Riddle, Riddle eats some bro nuts, and, and I everyone feels stupider because of it. Um, um so I'm gonna give Riddle his due here. He done a float and bro, which actually looked good. Yeah, that's, that's about that's, that's about all I'm giving it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all he did tonight. That's the yeah. that's the best thing. The he didn't need to show up four times in the show, though, did he? Yeah, it's, he's yeah, shown up nonsense. four different times in the show. Nonsense. He just wanted to talk about his rabbit skipper. Gosh, give a fuck. <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> Fuck you and your rabbit now, I'm joking. We we talked <laughs> we we talked though about like people they don't use and like it's because they've got shit like this, which 
it, it's pointless. It's it's like we don't need to know about him getting a fucking carrot signed by a puppet. If you're gonna use Riddle, use him properly. Stop giving him this nonsense. The the thing is as well, they were talking about him like changing his name to make him more serious, and it seems like he's got more he's got like the complete opposite. The complete opposite. I was like, bro, he's gotten more serious. Can you not tell with the emphasis on bro? Fucking <laughs> 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 move on. Absolute <laughs> cockery. <laughs> I'm not disappointed. I'm angry. Um, so after this, we got the ascension ceremony uh, oh. for the WWE title, which was more bollocks. Um, more bollocks. Tom Phillips is in the ring, introduces both men. Um, AJ tells Drew to address the WWE title, not him, because it'll be the last time he has it. Uh, he talks about how he's done research on Drew because it's the first time they've ever wrestled. And it's took 19 years for Drew to become the WWE champion. And he says that Drew can't handle the pressure and he's making mistakes. Um, Drew says his goal was to win the title and now it's to remain the champion. Um not that he held it for like six months or anything. Yeah, they, they kind yeah. of like acted like that and it like, never existed, I yeah. Um they, they were making more of a point about the fact that he'd lost it than the fact that he'd held it for such a long time. Um then he puts the belts. He like gives the belt over and like it gets hung up and it starts playing this serious music, like fucking on CSI or something like that. Um, and as it's as the belt's raised and AJ says, "What if it isn't just him that he has to face?" Miz and Morrison push the ladder onto Drew. Heels all beat him up. Drew fights them off. Um, almost throws the steps into the ring, which distracts Drew. And AJ takes out his knee and then hits a phenomenal forearm. He then hits Drew with the ladder repeatedly, then a chair repeatedly, um, sets up the ladder um, and a table, puts Drew on it, hits an elbow drop off the ladder, and then goes up and pulls the belt down as Drew struggles to get to his feet. Um, AJ's losing, isn't he? AJ's definitely losing. <laughs> on, the, on the goal, you, you don't you don't look that strong on a go home show. And no, so <laughs> I can't, I couldn't really care about this segment. My my question is. Why did this finish the show and not Wyatt and Orton with a box? Yeah, I thought that Wyatt and Orton thing. Well, to be honest, didn't it? That should have finished the show, not the title going up. Yeah, to be honest, the way that the Wyatt Orton thing ended, I honestly thought it was the end of the show. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, and then they went straight to fucking MVP and Riddle and went, oh, (laughs) there's there's more shit to trawl through. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and I think it would have been. I'm, I'm with you on this, Aaron. I think it would have been more, more um, impactful if it had have ended that way. Mm. Yeah, like the fiend coming out of a box of fire. I, I can Come see. <laughs> I can see why they did do the ending of the show the way they did because it's the WWE title and it's meant to be the most important thing on the show. But at the same time, right now it's not. <laughs> <laughs> They've had more emphasis on the feud than Orton feud than they yes. have yeah. on, and also had them ending the show with that more than they have the WWE title feud. Yeah, yeah. So it would make sense at, at the same time, but yeah. All in all, a really, really, really poor episode of Raw. One of the um, worst in quite a while, in my opinion. It yeah, wasn't so, good. Let's go back to what I talked about at the start. Two years ago, they said that the fans are the authority. They're going to give the fans what they want. Um, this episode of Raw recorded the lowest ever rating of an episode of Raw. Ever. Yeah, so, sorry. Two years ago, it was 2.52. So this week, it was 1.82 in the yeah. rating. Um, is what it was. And the thing is, they wonder why. Like they'll, yeah. they'll be scratching their head thinking, well, why? It's like, because... Are you are you paying attention to what you're putting out? Yeah. At the end of the day, regardless of how many times you say they're going to do stuff that the fans want, the the harsh reality of it is that's bollocks. Yeah. Doesn't, they're, they're catering to an audience of one, which is a 70-year-old fucking child. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it, it really shows, like, yeah. 
they couldn't be more out of touch with the fan base than they have been, I think, now. Mm. And that's not to say that they don't have like good like qualities to the show either. Like I think the roster they've got is pretty strong. Yeah. Like, got sure. fucking Drew McIntyre and AJ they're both phenomenal. Yeah. No pun intended. Um you've got Samoa Joe who is one of my favorite wrestlers, sat on commentary, didn't fuck all. Yeah. Um, and that might be down to an injury, who knows? But either way. Yeah, but even when he wasn't injured, they weren't doing much with him. Yeah, either way, like instead of having him as a commentator, why not have him as a manager? Yeah. Why not have him like mentor somebody? And then when he does come back, like it'll have a similar effect to like MVP with the hair business. Yeah. Put him in an authority role backstage, like post from Pierce. Have him calling the shots and being a big fucking big hard man enforcer. Just yeah, they, do they've something got the, with the talent that you've got. They've got that's the thing, though. They've got the talent there. They're just fucking wasting it for like stupid segments where Matt Riddle's trying to fucking do dragons then with the hair business. And it's just it's just fucking hard to watch. Yeah. I asked it earlier on, and I, we said we'd sort of discuss it more a little bit at the end. Um mm. Where do they go? What do they, what do, they do? Oh, that's where we're going. <laughs> um, into the storm. Into the storm. Whatever the fucking tagline is for this one. <laughs> so from my point of view, I've said this a few times, this time of the year, WWE tends to get lazy because they're all like, everyone but Vince sees this as like, they want to be on the Christmas break. Vince doesn't care for Christmas apparently. So he's, uh. he doesn't like see a big deal about working over it. Uh, um, so I can see why it might not be as good, but at the same time, it's like fucking hell. Like you're meant to be a billion dollar company. You talk about how like they're like one of the benchmarks of like of professional wrestling. They beat the fucking rival twenty years ago, pretty uh, much twenty years ago today, and they've kind of took their place. They're like they're producing shit of the equivalent of WCW. Yeah. yeah. And the, the thing is as well, you look at WCW's roster back then, they didn't have like, it wasn't they had like bad wrestlers on the, on the, um, on the roster. They had guys like Booker T, DDP, yeah. Kevin Nash, Steiner. Um, then the, the whole cruiserweight division. The whole cruiserweight division. Yeah. Um, they, they had like a, they had a lot of good wrestlers on their books, but they were just producing shit. Yeah. yeah. And it's bizarre that 20 years later, WWE basically doing Did the same exactly thing. the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Unreal. So I, to, to say where they go, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's not going to be like 20 years ago where WWE just bought the competition because... Can't do that now. No one's going to no buy WWE. Well, yeah. Um, they're producing record numbers, so as long as they're making money, they don't give a shit, do they? Mm. Uh, but I think if I think it, if they get if Raw gets beaten by Dynamite, which the numbers are getting closer and closer together, yeah, AW's like at one point this week, bro, one point two million on a segment. Bloody hell! So that's only six hundred thousand viewers less than Raw this week. Yeah. So it's not completely out of the realm of possibility. Oh, and if they keep that. churning out episodes like this week after week, there's going to be yeah. a shift of people going over to watch something else. That's sure. it. I think I think the main thing at the moment is that um, WWE get a shit ton of money from this. Obviously, USA, USA Network don't seem to give too much of a shit about, about the numbers, mm. as long as they're drawing consistently over a million they seem alright with it hmm. um, it's Fox is the big one if Smackdown yeah. to start like dwindling in numbers that's when they're going to actually start having a problem because hmm. I know Fox were a bit more like well we've spent all this money on this product so if you're putting shit out we want you to change that yeah um, which is why Smackdown's been the better show for quite a while absolutely um, like very clearly yeah but I mean it, it's one of those things as well like like the one thing I have noticed on Raw, they've been advertising NXT a lot more. Yeah, Samoa Joe mentioned um, something, didn't he? He was like something about Finn Balor, like, oh, yeah, one he, NXT champion to another, or one former yeah. NXT champion to, yeah. And they were hyping up um, 
New Year's, New Year's Evil. Evil. Yeah. And it's it's weird because obviously Vince has lost interest in NXT. But yeah. Keep mentioning it, though, won't they? They're plugging it because it's on the same network. So mm. again, like I think eventually people might start realizing, okay, there's this better product on on Wednesday, or watch that instead. Yeah. Um, but at, at the moment, I, I honestly, I think as until Vince retires, or more realistically, until he dies, because he he'll die in that position. Yeah, yeah. He's um, not retiring. He's not going to retire. Nah. I don't. I don't see. WWE changing anytime soon unless like unless there's like a massive shift of power mm. which is shit but that's just the way it is I guess yeah yeah alright good chat good conversation is it, is, it, is it worth talking about uh, highs and lows uh, if you've got some I mean uh, highs Bray Wyatt just the consistently last the last bit of brain open for me as well, yeah. Yeah, I'll say that. Uh, my low is either the fuckery that is Lana, Asuka, Naya, and Shayna. I'll do the other one then. I'll say Riddle and just Riddle. Oh, I was going to say all Riddle. <laughs> I'll go for the, the Naya, yeah. Shayna fucking quartet thing. I'll just go say for it. Riddle. Everything else, to be honest. Everything else. <laughs> I uh, I enjoyed seeing the new day. I always enjoy the new day. I didn't hate AJ and Sheamus either. That was quite fun. Yeah. But oh man, that that was episode a lot. was like like running through treacle. There was a lot of dead air. <laughs> An effort, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That sums things up. Thanks for listening. As always, yeah. we appreciate it. Where can they find us on Twitter, Jay? At Untitled Rest Pod on the old Twitter. And Aaron, where can they find us elsewhere? Untitled Rest on Podcast, Facebook and YouTube. Lovely stuff. And if you fancy checking out our sponsor, Thatchface.com for beard and grooming business, head over to their website, Thatchface.com and get yourself 20% off with the discount code TROYXL85. Thanks again for listening, guys. We'll catch up with you soon. Bye. What did CM Punk tell Adam Copeland under the mistletoe? I'm straight, Edge. (laughs) (laughs) That's the highlight of that episode.